0: Before I introduce you to my wonderful guest today, I want to share some exciting news. Empower Her Circle membership is now live. You'll get access to all of my online courses, and there's a new theme every month that will uh, include downloadable affirmations, journal prompts, music, monthly Q&A, and at the VIP level, you'll work with me in a small group coaching session every week. Get 10% off merchandise and early access to events. So if you want to find out more about Empower Her Circle, go to drjuliehanks.com. All right. I am happy to welcome Alyssa to the show today. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Oh, I'm so grateful for you and all the work you've done. I've really benefited
0: oh, from your bravery Thank, you. thank and you. your work. I appreciate that. Oh, how nice. Thank you. <laughs> right. What is your question for me today? Well, I am looking for
1: some coaching, how to teach my kids responsibility around the house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And my complication is I had a lot of responsibility as a child, um, watching siblings and caring for the house and was really kind of parentified. And so mm. I have a lot of reservations, hesitations, a lot of complex feelings around giving my children responsibilities and wow. um but i know it benefits them and i want so much to have responsibility and feel empowered that they can contribute so i yeah looking for some coaching how to tell if i'm in the middle or if i'm going too far one way or the other
0: yeah yeah okay before we kind of go into helping your kids i want to mm. know a little bit more about what you were required to do or what you took on as a child.
1: Yeah. I watched my siblings when I was pretty young. My parents got divorced when I was eight and my mom was a single parent of six Mm. kids. Mm. I was the third oldest when I was eight, but I just had some innate nurturing skills and she really relied on me for these little people. My my oh, nice. brothers were a toddler and four-year-old, and um, we just didn't have a lot either. I remember she would be gone, and, like, we didn't have anything to eat, but they were so hungry, and so I just had a lot of, um, felt a lot of responsibility in that way, too. Like, mm-hmm. how can I help them survive? But I was really, I was eight,
0: and I have an eight-year-old oh,
1: now, and it it's kind of hard to think about for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you had the responsibility without the support and the resources. Mm-hmm. Right. And your kids are different. Yeah. In that they have support and they have resources.
1: Yeah. My husband and I, they can call us.
0: That is a big difference. <laughs> right. They, and, and you food. have food. <laughs> And you have a more stable environment mm. in general.
1: It is hard to separate that mm-hmm. <laughs> some days, but mm-hmm. of course. Um, thanks. Yeah. But looking yeah. for that evidence, I have seen that really help me
0: at times. Yeah. Also, the, the age appropriateness of the activity mm. or the, the responsibility. So for an eight-year-old to be a primary caregiver for young children is age inappropriate. You were not like a handbook. (laughs) Yeah, really. Like just a little guide sheet, like a cheat sheet. Like this is okay. (laughs) You will probably have to consult with people about that because you don't know what's normal to expect and what's not. Hmm. Right. So I'm glad you're reaching out to me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So eight-year-olds are not equipped to parent toddlers. Hmm. They're rarely even equipped to babysit. Well, I'm my eight-year-olds didn't babysit. When they were 12, right. they could babysit. 12 is kind of like the minimum age. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you were doing a lot more than babysitting for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And what... What was that like for you to have so much of the burden of adulthood when you were little? It it felt
1: like survival, like it was what needed to happen. And really what gives me pause is the effect on me as an adult. Like I feel um it, it just it still affects me and how I parent or food insecurity. Yeah, like yeah. lots.
0: Lots of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't want that for your kids.
1: Yeah. That's what I think about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how old are your kids, Alyssa? I have
1: an 11-year-old girl and an 8-year-old girl. They're so fun.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So what are some responsibilities that they currently have? Let's see. (laughs)
1: They don't have a lot of set ones. <laughs> they help on the fly when I ask them. Mm-hmm. And I usually prepare them well in advance. I have a really hard time asking them on the fly. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, um, after dinner today, we're all going to help clean up. We've done that. Mm-hmm. Or could you please help Colette do this after dinner? Like, um, mm-hmm. It's really <laughs> hard for me to ask my older daughter to. Do any caretaking for yeah. her sister, but sometimes she like will offer to read her a story before bed. That's something I did a lot of as a kid. And I was like, no, 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 I got this. <laughs> I'm her mom. But she'll yeah. be like, Mom, I want to. And um yeah, it's a little bit of a lot of complex feelings for me there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. They are capable of contributing more yeah. <laughs> than you're asking of them. Okay. So The eight-year-old and 11-year-old can clear their own dish and load it after dinner. Like, you Mm -hmm. shouldn't have to ask them to help clean up. You could just set the expectation. We all, as a family, we clean up everything after dinner. Like, that's just a given every day. Yeah. So you don't have to ask them every day. (laughs) You just just, ask them, tell them once, and then expect it. Okay. That sounds good. You're giving me some confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So something that has worked for me, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but is when our our kids are around six, they get one or two daily household jobs, and that doesn't change until they leave the house. Mm -hmm. They become specialists in the trash and recycling or the dishwasher or the... (laughs) So they, cause I don't like chore charts and complex things. Like it's just, I don't mm-hmm. want to, it just drives me crazy. So, so it's like you unload the dishwasher starting now until you're 18. That's your contribution to our family.
1: I can see there's a lot of strength in that and they can take a lot of pride and get really good at
0: it. And they Do can't pass it off to their other, Like
1: <laughs> it's her turn. It's her turn. <laughs> Yeah, you eliminate a lot of things, and they can like um, develop new strategies (laughs) about it. (laughs) A lot of Mm -hmm. sounds good. Do you worry about when they're adults? They won't know how to do everything in the house. Do
0: you? Um, I don't because they know how to navigate YouTube, right? (laughs) And you can YouTube how to clean a toilet, how to clean a bathtub, how to mop a floor. And they also, I mean, they do contribute other things. So it's not like they never do anything else. But Mm -hmm. really, is it that hard to mop a floor? Like you can YouTube it. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) They know how to learn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They know how to figure things out that they care about. So, So no, I don't worry about that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So also think about what your girls can do for themselves so this yes. is not about taking care of other people but how cuz our job is to raise competent confident responsible adults right so your wow. 11 your 11 year old could probably do her own laundry so it's not yeah. that she has to do the family laundry and she's the only one responsible for it but she can take responsibility for hers
1: yeah that it strikes a good chord with me. I didn't mention my girls clean their room every Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm. Which
1: I've noticed internally that that, because it's for themselves, it feels better <laughs> to uh-huh. me. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, that makes sense. Things they can do for themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will probably err on the part of not asking enough of them to contribute yeah. to each other because of your own wounds but I I want you to really hear me that they are not growing up in the household that you grew up in yeah so good job (laughs) they have a lot more stability security they have two parents that are there you know and and that's not to diminish the work that you're your parents did and your mom did in trying to survive. Like it's not a criticism of her because mm-hmm. I believe that people do the very best that they can for their kids and your girls do not have that experience. And so you don't have to worry about it so much because it's, it's not, it's not going to be the same. What's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: I still look for it sometimes. Like, I know the evidence that there's stability, but I, yeah, I worry still.
0: And I think you could see that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it hurt you. Mm -hmm. It hurt you. So some warning signs you can watch out for that they might be burdened too much. Like if they're not able to play and be carefree. Hmm. So if they are able to play with friends and be carefree, then you probably don't have anything to worry about. That's good. Those kinds of markers. Yeah. Help
1: me. Yeah. And they do like to play. So that's good. good.
0: Good. So that means that they are, that's how kids learn and express themselves when they're young. So that's good. They're processing life. They're not worrying about where the next meal is going to come from. Mm. It's hard to be carefree and to play when you have that kind of burden, right? Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. So as long as they're playing, they're interacting with people, they're thriving in, in life, they're doing well in school. I mean, well is relative, right? Like they're, <laughs> you know, they're doing their homework and like it, as long as they're functioning well and they seem happy trust that. And I want to, I feel like there's such sweet perceptive
1: girls. I want them to see me trusting that we're in a good mm-hmm. spot and
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> trust that we can handle challenges that come. And
0: yeah. yeah, there's a lot of fear there. A lot of fear. You really love your girls, and you don't want them to go through anything even remotely close to what you went through. I can feel that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my guess is that they can feel that too. That they can feel your love, like how much you love them and how much you want to protect them and how much you want to give them in terms of opportunities. That's a really cool gift that you're giving them. Thanks, Julie. (laughs) You're welcome. You're making me cry. (laughs) You're not not making me cry. I'm choosing to cry. I'm feeling with you (laughs) like I really can feel how much you care about them and how much you want to protect them, which is amazing. Good job, mom. (laughs) Thank you, mom. It's
1: um, been a little complex. I've been a stay at home mom since my little one was a baby, 11 Mm. years. And, um, I just started working full-time last week. And wow! so that that's part of my wanting (laughs) to have them help out. I think Mm -hmm. it's a good time for all of us. And, um, yeah, your work has helped me a lot to feel empowered to use my brain (laughs) and for things other than parenting, there's a lot of creativity yeah. there. Yeah. But sure. um, my brain was real itching to do, be used in other ways. And um, so when my little one started kindergarten, I started taking some computer classes. And yeah, I was supposed to start working last year, and the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just thought it would never happen. And then in February, this computer bootcamp was like, okay, we're doing it now. And because it was a pandemic, I was able to do it online, which normally I'd have to drive 30 minutes each way to this mm. camp. So it's a huge blessing for it to be online. And it was incredibly demanding. It was like 50, 60 hour mm. weeks for mm. 11 weeks and oh my goodness. a lot of information, computer information. So it was incredibly thrilling. It was exciting and demanding, but I Got a job afterward and I started working last week. And yeah, I just think I've come a long way in the guilt department.
0: Yeah, the way to go. Way to do the work. Congratulations. Oh, thank you.
1: It's
0: so and exciting.
1: The work to be excited that they can see me contributing and working something that's fulfilling to me and and that there's, yeah, still a lot of like trusting them that they can, that they have what they need and yeah. that we're there to support them. And I also hear you about building and support. Here we are. <laughs> they just finished uh, school and I'm working. And so I was like, I think, I think we need some childcare while I work you during the day. do.
0: If you're working full time <laughs> and is your partner working full time? He is. Yeah. You need some support. Hello. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we
1: signed them up for summer camp. They start on Monday. Good. Good. They'll have
0: a great time.
1: <laughs> I think they will. And yeah. if it's, there's a few summer camp options. If one doesn't work, we can still like be responsive to what they need. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, Well, I'm celebrating with you. Alyssa, the progress that you've made, the work that you've done emotionally and to heal yourself and to help, help heal your girls. And I mean, not that they need healing, but help them be healthy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go. Yeah. I want to just reiterate, you are in no danger of repeating what you went through. Okay. Mm. You thought, oh yes, I'm working. I need to get my kids in summer camp. That's good parenting. Okay, <laughs> it's not just like, well, let's just let them leave them to the wolves. You know, um, good parents, good parenting is you take care of your kids' needs. You make sure that they're safe. You make sure that they, you know, their needs are are being taken care of. So that's good parenting. Thank you for validating that. You're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. And it's okay to ask them to contribute to the family. It's okay to ask them to contribute to each other's lives. Contributing is different than being responsible for the burden. Mm. Okay. Those are different things.
1: Yeah. If they feel like no
0: one else would do it if they didn't do it. Or, or no one would. is there to help them if they need help. Mm. Right. Like, ultimately, it's the parents' job to make sure that things get done. They contribute, but it's like there are parents that are in charge of making sure everything runs smoothly. They're Mm -hmm. not in charge of that. They do have (laughs) this little contribution that they need to be making as part of being in a family. But that's different than feeling the burden of, I have to go find food for my little brother. Mm. Right? They go, mom, we're out of food. You're like, oh, okay, well, I'll tell dad to go to the store. (laughs) It's totally different.
1: Yeah. And they might say, I'm starving, but we do have food and I'm there to
0: help them. Right. And they're not really starving. They're just saying, Mm -mm. we don't have the snacks that I like today that I want today. (laughs) (laughs) If they're anything like my kids. (laughs) That sounds great. Right. We have no food. Really? Like the fridge is full. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and mm-hmm. sharing your heart. You're such a sweetheart.
1: Thank you, Julie. I love being with you and I love oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> everything you do. <laughs> thank oh, you. you are so sweet. And, and your kind comments about my work, like really, really mean a lot to me and The fact that I might be able to make a difference in your life just makes me Mm -hmm. so happy and makes me feel so useful. So thank you.
1: Yes. I found you and my little one was a baby. So I've helped me along the way. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, thanks for being on the podcast, Alyssa. Yeah, such a treat. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at DrJulieHanks and at DrJulieHanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit WasatchFamilyTherapy.com.